0: take out the vital organs, and you burn all that stuff, and that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people.
1: And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where co-hosts mysteriously disappear and reappear weeks later. My name is, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, good I'm all fucked up I'm not used to this recording from home shit anymore mm. uh my name's Phil with me is Sam yeah just that's- been eating,
0: been eating too many pretz- been eating too many pretzels today man
1: yeah uh, and that's it <laughs> this is a, a little two-man show tonight
0: yeah this this is not even this is not even a, menage a trois.
1: yeah yeah <laughs> I'm not even in the same room with Tom we're all separated it's crazy I know
0: man. You know, people might ask us, is it because of the virus? I'm like, no, it's just convenient.
1: That ain't the virus. Nah. Um, yeah. Jesus, man. So what happens when you disappear from the show for like two weeks? I'm not even used to doing the intro anymore. Uh, bro, we,
0: like we 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 straight up were talking about last week. It's like we really fucking need Phil on the show. It falls <laughs> apart without him.
1: Oh, well, fuck it. Fthepit.com, Patreon.com slash from the pit. Sam, you're starting us off. Yeah.
0: Although I actually I should clarify however that the last episode um that people heard with just me, Frank and Mike was actually pretty fucking high energy. Like we were we were pretty on point that day so who knows. Yeah, um you know, I'm I'm the asshole of the day today and I look, I'm just going to be honest with everyone. I I was talking to Phil about this. My list of recommendations and like recent releases has pretty much dried up. And like I was telling Phil, I've been doing some searching off and on the past few weeks, and I have just been finding fuck all for good new shit, especially death metal. Like The well is just like everything good that's upcoming I've already talked about and already brought in, and the rest of it is shit that's just not even worth devoting a thought to. Not even a second, a first thought to. But, But this is one thing that I had tucked away. That I'd almost forgotten about, and I'm really glad I remembered it because it is fan fucking tastic. Um, I'm sure everyone here is remembers when I brought in Habukruu, the uh, Finnish black metal band, who took a lot of a lot of cues from like early Bathory, but also uh, kind of quite a few from like early Norwegian black metal too. This yes. sort of scratch, yeah, this sort of scratches uh, the same itch uh, okay. that I that I kind of have. And man, I think I'm gonna have to buy this. At some point, really, really soon, like maybe even today, because it is just—I got to tell you, man, it's it's pretty fucking fantastic. It is a band called Rune Spell out of Australia, and this is their this is off of their most recent release, Virgis. Oh, God, God fucking damn it, man! You think I'd been eating pretzels all fucking day? It's from it's their most recent album, Versus in Regicide. And the track we're going to listen to is called Realm of Fire. So, Tom... Yeah, man. I mean, for anyone who actually went and listened to uh, Havakruu's material, this is going to land a little more on the raw and less refined production-wise side. No, no denying that. Absolutely not. I will not. I will not try to pretend otherwise. But in spirit, it does have. It does have that sort, that same, or similar, anyway, sort of uh, sense of melody that sort of that sort of that sort of sweeping that sweeping feel that kind of takes you on a journey. And the whole album, the whole out al- this whole this whole little album, man, it, it really does a fantastic job of sort of kind of almost taking you to another world when you just kind of sit down and you just kind of take your time with it, which is something that I think I'm developing more of an appreciation for when listening to entire albums recently. Uh, but yeah man, this this is just a really cool. I feel not really one of one of those releases of this year that hasn't really had enough praises sung to it. I mean, it might like, I don't know if I would quite put it on the same level as like the new spectral wound or like the new CAC album, which are, you know, like honestly, some of the best releases of the year period, but man, this, this should at least make it into your mentions, like to anyone who likes Black metal on any level, this is an album That you should go to runespell.bandcamp.com And go go buy this, man Again, it's called Verses in Regicide The track is called Realm of Fire Man, it's It's just, it's a great little black metal album And you know what, man? It's available for $6.66 Australian Which translates <laughs> to less than It's less than $5 US So, man, it's like It's it, it's just like seven, it's seven tracks of really cool, really solid, raw, yet still melodic black metal that'll kind of, it'll kind of take you away for a while. And this is going to tide me over until the new Stormkeep album comes out, which I also can't fucking wait for. So again, runespell.bandcamp.com, go check it out. This album is called Verses and Regicide, and I swear I'm not trying to pad the runtime to make it look like I have more to say.
1: No, it's uh, it's tight. I definitely have to check out the rest of this.
0: I would. I really, I really would recommend again that anyone who anyone who's been like wanting good black metal this year, go check this out. You will enjoy it. And if you don't, Thanks. that's your if you don't, that's your problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there
0: we uh, go. Got to end it on an indifferent note. So you have what looks like a bunch of shit that I'm gonna
1: like. Hopefully that was the goal i had to uh i had to stack it a bit so that our episode wasn't five minutes long um yeah and uh i certainly did that listen to a lot of shit but uh let's uh let's check out this first one tom certainly to the point i was
0: gonna say he's mad about something i'm not sure i (laughs) want i'm not sure i want to know what the fuck
1: it is (laughs) so uh that is the track die already off of the album preservations crash by under attack out of (laughs) richmond virginia
0: it's one of those tracks where it's like you quite literally feel like they're taking their anger out on you personally Uh,
1: yeah and i think i think that's kind of the goal um that's a great the, goal. of a, a bit of a crazy group. Um, ex-members of suppression, municipal waste, limp wrist, uh, human remains, all kinds of fucking uh, that is history a, there. So yeah, I was
0: gonna say that, um I recognize Dave Whitty. Uh I know he drums drums for municipal waste. I don't know if he still does. Uh I recognized him right away. So I'm like, oh yeah, I, I know who Dave Whitty is. But yeah, this um i mean god fucking damn talk about some i was
1: a mean ass hardcore yeah just some nice straightforward crusty fucking hardcore um you can check that out over at under attack uh almost missed the r in that one Ooh. uh and i mean the whole fucking album's that angry <laughs> it's damn. uh that's the last track. And it was really hard to fucking pick one of those. Um, I like I mean that. the I,
0: I mean the longest track on here is a minute thirty-six. Yeah. Like Yeah.
1: yeah like, well, wow. it's a quick listen.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you but, could probably Yeah, you could listen to this whole thing in like less than 10 minutes.
1: Oh yeah. It'll stick with you though. Oh yeah. Hey man, that's all that really matters, right? It is. All right. Uh let's keep moving here. Um staying kind of in the realm of uh, of hardcore because that's just what I do. Hey, no big. Tom, go and roll it. fucking hardcore today
0: man when you gotta (laughs) i guess when you gotta make every second count man that's the way to do it
1: yeah um and they do it's uh this is another one that was tough to uh to pick a song from because they there's a lot of um it's a lot of versatility in their uh in their music, uh, you can hear that it's not necessarily the most typical uh, hardcore. i mean, between the kind of the way that they're approaching topics, especially if you follow the lyrics on that one. Um, there's narratives to all of these songs, and they okay. kind of switch their style up a little bit to match the feel for everything.
0: Yeah, you wanna. <laughs> God, man. Yeah, I was I was following these lyrics along while it was going. I was just like, Yeah, you want to talk about bleak.
1: <laughs> Fuck me. So uh that was the track One Last Drink off of the album The Storied Weight of It All by Last Gasp out of Cleveland, Ohio.
0: What a great album title.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Uh and I, I think it properly depicts exactly what they're doing here. Um I mean, the whole album's well worth a listen to. Because um, again, you're going to get something a little bit different on every track. Um, and it's cool, man. You don't hear a lot, you know, um, not to even knock other bands, but there's a lot of bands who their their approach to hardcore is exactly what it is. And it's going to be similar on every track. And um, I mean, that's fine. It works for a lot of bands, but uh, these guys are definitely not, Settling into uh, a comfortable style, so good stuff. You can get over to Last Gasp, Ohio. Well, Last Gasp, O H. Check that out.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, I actually just I randomly decided to look at the lyrics to the song "Not the One," and man, uh. oh, dude. Oh, boy. That is uh, that is one to really kick the bad feelings into overdrive. Holy fucking shit!
1: And the nice thing is, they um, you know, especially with the uh, the vocal style, they do have kind of a uh, I don't want to call it. But there, there's there's definitely a sense of um, of humor in their approach to these things, even though they are talking about a lot of heavy shit and definitely mean to convey that message that way. Uh, I think stylistically it keeps it from ever crossing that line into like unlistenably heavy. Um, so yeah, go check that shit out. Uh,
0: <clears throat> yeah, your next your next one here, man, you want to talk about some fucking blunt lyrics. Yeah, so I think this, this about does it right here.
1: I knew I was probably going to bring in mostly hardcore and I tried to uh, kind of hit different uh, different branches of it. So there everything was a little bit different because I know it can get uh a little repetitive if I just bring in like fucking, you know, four or five fucking beatdown bands or some shit, or if it's like yeah. all some youth crew shit. So uh yeah, these next guys again, uh, still hardcore, uh still a little different than the last one. Tom. was the track circling the drain off of the album next in line by pummel uh oh boy dipping our toes into some crossover there
0: a little bit a little bit i mean it's you know what i thought was you know what i really appreciated about that was like the sudden like the sudden change up in in style towards like the last third of that song it never what I what what I found so interesting about it was that it did not to me anyway. It didn't come off as like gimmicky. It didn't no. come off as like forced. It's like, oh no, we're just we're moving into something that keeps this the feel of like just the initial sheer brutality, and but it's like we're going into something that's almost like haunting. Mm. It's like the the just those fucking delay soaked lines, guitar lines, and those kind of bizarre like layered clean vocals just like kind of it. it's like it's not often that i hear a hardcore track and and like describe it as almost otherworldly sounding
1: yes it had
0: it it just it had a very like this is the end of everything like there's no more Mm -hmm. hope just like let it go as like and i mean obviously that's sort of like That's sort of like the feel like, you know, shit is going wrong. Nothing is nothing is right. It's all bad. I know that's obviously supposed to be like the theme of the track, but it's like, it's, I don't know. It was impactful. It was actually impactful, which is something that like, I feel has been really lacking with a lot of the shit I've been hearing this year again. But yeah, like, God, oh, holy fuck. This whole three track EP is a buck buying that. Fuck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh so oh, yeah. they're, I mean, you said everything, uh, I think I was going to say, yeah. um, cause you're Sorry. right. You, you don't hear no, 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 it's fine. Um, it's even better, honestly, uh, that you picked all of that same shit up, but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, you don't hear a ton of that, uh, especially with, uh, you know, with the clean vocals at the end and the way they layered it in, um, I, in the last time I, I, you know, I heard that used that effectively um was bane which is really saying something
0: um do i did i tell you i still have not listened to bane i know i know i keep i keep fucking forgetting it just i know i know it makes me an asshole but I, I will get to it i promise you i will get to it
1: fair enough yeah. um but yeah, you can. Uh, they're coming out of Boston, Massachusetts, and you can check them out at PummelHardcore.Bandcamp.com. Highly recommend it. Oh, yeah. uh, got a nice, a nice bit of a back catalog there too. Uh, looks like they've been at it since about 2016.
0: So all right, so they got a little you know, nice, nice little chunk of stuff to look into, huh?
1: And they've been active. Yeah, I mean, there's oh, a, yeah. there's a release at least one release every year. Um, so that's fucking awesome. Love seeing that type of activity. Yeah. Uh, got one more for you here. And uh, we're now going to plant our feet firmly into the realm of. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I feel comfortable calling this crossover. Um, it's the covers got the look. Yeah, it does. Tom, roll it. it.
0: My fucking life Isn't it? It's just a beating, make it stop. What would happen? Get out of my fucking head. Men do what they want, boys do what they can. It's just a beating, make it stop. What would happen if I just...
1: so uh oh god out. fucking damn <laughs> jesus
0: oh i i bought that
1: Fuck. <laughs> that's uh that's a little band called apex predator
0: no shit
1: <laughs> of, um, co-
0: of course that is what this band is fucking called what wildly
1: else? appropriate
0: what else could you Fuck it, bro. The the cover straight up looks like something out of a fucking D manual, but to have that shit come out of wow. Actually, I do like the cover because it reminds me of uh it reminds me of the first Mortis Scold album cover. Any anyone who's never heard the Dying Remains album, go listen to my From the Crypt episode about it. You're missing out. Fuck man, just like oh god, there's more fucking meat on these guitars than fucking elephant, man. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh my god
0: You could peel that shit off for weeks And still have more left
1: Yeah, so uh, that was the track Intruding Thoughts off of Their fucking demo This Uh, shit is a demo That's a demo And as far as I can tell, they're first Um,
0: Dude, the fucking Men do what they want Boys do what they fucking can
1: Jesus Alright uh, well, as their, as their band camp uh, labels them hard shit from Seattle. Uh, also, I have to give a nod to the tag Thug Corps. Uh, it's very co- appropriate.
0: God. Well, I mean, this this is the kind of shit that you would just like. Th- this is like the kind of shit that you would beat up a pedo pop punk frontman
1: to. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go.
0: Yeah. This is like I'm labeling it now. This is. This is a band to beat up your local pedo pop punk front man to <laughs> straight up. You just, you roll up to, you roll up to his house with baseball bats, bumping this shit on your, on your fucking boom box. And that, that's it. That's all you need.
1: Well, uh, yeah. If, uh, if that's, if that's a soundtrack that you need, uh, and you do get you over do. to apex predator, HC. Bandcamp.com. Um, this goes so fucking hard, bro. It's it's five tracks oh. that will melt your fucking face. It's Dude, incredible.
0: It's how how is it? Two times in one day. Two times in one day. I have bought two releases, pretty much sight unseen, hearing only one track. I'm just like, no, I know. I just I I I feel like I've developed enough of a, enough of a feel for stuff now to where I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm willing to sometimes buy. It tracks after only hearing albums after only hearing a sample
1: i mean listen um you drop a track like that um i'm willing to support just to get you to put out more (laughs) like yeah yeah uh dude
0: i just if this band ever hears this i just i need it came up with a shirt design just have this have the cover on the front the cover art on the front and on the back just just in gothic font just write beat up your local pop punk pedo (laughs) (laughs) or hunt hunt your hunt your local pop punk pedo there you go um
1: again I'll, I'll i'll
0: buy that shirt if they make
1: it (laughs) apexpredatorhc.bandcamp.com <laughs> oh my um, god
0: oh that actually got me excited it's so rare that like new releases actually excite me to listen to
1: yeah uh, yeah I saved that one to last for a reason oh um, I can tell yeah uh, anyway that'll bring us to a segment
0: some might say the segment that the rest of us aren't here to introduce so I guess I gotta <laughs> do the best I can <laughs>
1: That <laughs> would be the brutal bruise.
0: You, man, and, uh, you, you brought in something really interesting today. It's yeah, and, and for once, it's something that like I am actually familiar with.
1: Yeah, it's uh, and there's a reason for it, but we'll uh, we'll get into all of that. Oh, I should probably God. crack the brew for the brutal bruise segment here. Probably. Oh, there we go. Oh,
0: the sound I never get sick of hearing.
1: Oh, buddy. Absolutely not. No. Nah. Tom, roll it. Get going when you different than our usual (laughs) bringing
0: oh man oh my god i had almost totally forgotten about this band and i feel terrible for that god i forgot how fucking fun they were
1: oh incredible uh so for anyone not familiar uh that was the track infectious grooves off of the album uh the plague that makes your booty move by infectious it, groups
0: Well okay technically the full Title of the album is the plague That makes your booty move It's the infectious
1: group yes. Yeah that is absolutely true So um, yeah like
0: oh yeah like this I'm yeah like we were talking about This before the show this is a this is a project I'm actually familiar with I've heard multiple albums From them actually It's yeah this This and uh, Sarsipius Ark uh, I've heard multiple times. It's been a long time since I heard him but yeah man like oh god this this just like takes me back to my early 20s when a good friend of mine bought this album in particular just on a complete lark. He saw it he saw it in for like a dollar in a music store we used to frequent all the time. He's like he's like dude what the fuck is this? I'm like I don't know. He's like well it's a buck so I'm buying it. And man it's like You know, that, that was only when we like opened up and read through the book that we were like, dude, like fucking, there's like three, there's like three current or former members of suicidal tendencies in this.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's the crazy thing for anyone, um, not familiar with this, uh, this was a funk metal side project from sort of the collective of suicidal tendencies, uh, there have been so many musicians in and out of that band um
0: Revol- revolving door very yeah,
1: much yeah i mean the uh the vocals are an obvious one on this um but you've got robert trujillo on bass uh you got fucking uh dean pleasance and adam siegel on guitar uh fucking stephen perkins on percussion like uh, the, uh jesus christ the 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 Yeah, it's insane Um, I mean, there were One, two, three, four Five guitarists involved on this album Um,
0: Yeah, the list list of features I I looked up the Wikipedia for this album Just kind of out of curiosity And I did not realize Just how many guest musicians were on this Including Ozzy Fucking Ozzy is on this album
1: Ozzy did make an appearance on this (laughs) album On the track Therapy Yep yeah um, incredible uh, incredible fucking album and the reason the reason that uh, this is happening um, and I'm I'm <laughs> annoyed with myself for this one because I've been trying to do this uh, bruise for about a month now. Uh, October 9th was the 30th anniversary of this album. Damn yeah 30 years old
0: and this was this was their first album too wasn't it
1: uh yes yeah, yeah i believe so. Ninth, so yeah
0: 1991 yeah dude it's, it's just crazy to fucking think that i was like three years old when this came <laughs> out yeah. yeah yeah that's yeah this um i i will say though i i do feel like some people very much can be a lot of people actually can be forgiven for not really knowing about this band. Like yeah. even people who like suicidal tendencies because like this band I, I don't think they were quite as heavily promoted. No like, this yeah this not This, at is, all. Th- this was like a I think I feel like this was like a just kind of like a passion project.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of an if you were in the no sort of deal, um and, and, like, I'm, I'm sure there are probably a lot more people at the time of its release who are maybe yeah. aware of it. Um, sure, sure. But almost everyone I talk to from, like, our age group has pretty much the same story. Like, I found I found a fucking cassette of this in a local Goodwill. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, it looks interesting. And I fucking bought it. And I was like, yo, so like, this is nuts. And I read the liner. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, like
0: this, like there are like real, like respectable hard rock and like metal and crossover figures involved in this. Like, I mean, let's, let's not mince words. Like Rob Trujillo has played for Metallica for like the better part of a decade now. Yeah. Like, that, like and fucking Mike Muir and all, like all the rest of the suicidal tendencies, like suicidal tendencies is like arguably the, probably the most famous crossover band period like most well-known
1: yeah um i mean they they, they were such a um uh cultural phenomenon that you yeah, know yeah. i mean flip caps everything uh are, oh, are, yeah. we owe to them and you still see you still see like completely unrelated to the band itself you'll see someone like skate art where they have a suicidal flip cap um because it's just oh, yeah. It's and You know what? part of what's history. What's
0: interesting is like they might Not even really know where that came From It's like and I'm, yeah. I'm not that I don't Say that to be insulting I really don't it's like They might not even be quite aware Of where that comes from it's like ah It's time for a history lesson Also one thing I feel It's important to mention This is one of the few Bands and there aren't as many As people think there are Who can genuinely Completely and totally be Classified as Funk metal yes Like so here's the thing Funk metal is one of those terms that I Feel has been Pretty much like surprisingly Nebulous because Almost every band with the Exception of like infectious Grooves and maybe one or two others that I Can't think of the bands that Like that name is that 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 Label has been applied to don't Make any sense it's like uh, even like, um, t- I know I've talked about him on the show before, but uh, Primus Les Claypool has said in one or two interviews, he's like, Well, for the longest time, people just said, like, oh, Primus are a funk metal band. He's like, Even he's like, he's like, but people only do that because they have to like quantify and label everything because right. some people are just like that. But anyone who actually has listened to Primus beyond like You know a couple of songs I mean even the biggest Like all you have to do is listen to Winona's Big Brown Beaver and you'd be like Oh there's like So much more going on here There's like country and folk And spoken Word it's like but the thing is Like so Primus When people call Primus a funk metal band Which is like oh well you probably Have nothing to say worth hearing But Infectious Grooves very Much so absolutely like it's so bizarre to me because they seem to really have now i haven't heard everything they've ever done but from what i've heard it's like they are pretty much equally divided shockingly between heavy metal and funk like actual funk music there are it's like it's it's really interesting to me how well they seem to have struck that balance
1: it's it's incredible yeah because there are there are uh And you're exactly right. There are tracks on this album that are almost entirely funk and they just incorporate a couple metal elements during like the, during the hook uh, and vice versa. Um, Like I, I almost brought in um, fucking, um, Oh, why am I blanking on the fucking name? Uh, I'm going to be my King, which is like a very suicidal esque track. Uh and then you get to like the chorus and there's all these funk elements to it. And it's it's fucking awesome. Um
0: I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but like I would have brought in punk it up just because that opening bass line just makes me want to fucking nut.
1: That's also fun. I mean, yeah, I, I it for I there was probably a good 15 minutes uh that I spent uh you know playing back through Infecto groovalistic Um <laughs> because I was going to bring that in. And uh, yeah, it's, it's tough, man. It's a, it's a fucking great album and it's really um, it's unique. Um, Like you said, like there aren't many bands that you can consider uh, authentically funk metal.
0: Yeah. There's, I just, I promise you, man, if you, if you look through a lot of the bands, like a huge swath of the bands who get that label, you know if you listen to them long enough you're going to be like I don't really Know again like Primus are a Great example like There's so much more going on With that yeah band they, that, you know if you listen to more Than a couple of songs you'll realize That but yeah it's like, I
1: mean they have funk Elements um and sure. that's awesome I mean Les Claypool's yeah. a Fucking monster but yeah, he's,
0: um, he's Like he's like 50% Of the reason that I bought a bass
1: <laughs> but uh no this is this is straight funk metal and oh, yeah. i mean, yeah speaking i mean jesus christ um this this album was the reason that i actually had uh foolishly um some kind of faith for metallica when they hired trujillo because it's like oh fuck they got like they got a real deal heavyweight in their ranks uh, yeah. and that didn't pay off but yeah uh, and props then, to and, him and then, for uh... making his money <laughs> yeah, but
0: then, yeah, then Death Magnetic came out, and you're just like, oh, they produced this so fucking loudly that you can't even tell the Rob's
1: on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, isn't that a fucking tragedy? Um, it is. It is. Like,
0: they, God, dude, it's like that, that, that band, to me anyway, really did die after Reload came out. Like, when Reload came out, I'm like, oh, okay, it's done. We
1: can yeah. call it in now. Um, yeah. Anyway. It, it really is
0: tragic. They are wasting
1: Rob's. We're Trio. getting. Yeah, I'm Sorry. pretty off topic here. no no, no you're good it, It's talking about Infectious grooves will lead <laughs> Down all types of paths uh,
0: Oh I should but, mention I just noticed off to the side they put out A new EP
1: yeah, yeah Last yeah.
0: year it's mm-hmm. called It's called take you on a ride and there is A track called funky farm Which is <laughs> like that's Great that's a great name Oh Okay yeah I'm gonna have to listen to this as soon as We're fucking done
1: yeah. Uh yeah, which is it's also fucking awesome that uh they're still doing shit. I don't know. I I I haven't actually listened to it. I'm gonna have to. Um awesome. I have no idea if it's any good or not, but it yeah, doesn't matter. Um <laughs> what is important is that they release this fucking album.
0: Judging by the fucking cover, I'm willing to bet it's gonna be worth a listen.
1: Probably. Mm. Um anyway, I needed a beer to go with this
0: yeah what do you what do you pair with a band like infectious uh, grooves
1: that was a tough one uh i sent I
0: fucking bed
1: i spent a good long while um in one of the one of the the liquor stores in my area with like the biggest craft selection and i was just struggling um
0: i would too shit
1: yeah it was tough man i was looking at all kinds of weird shit like fucking because i obviously i needed to be funky um so i was looking at like a red lager with grapefruit i was like well that's certainly funky um No, no kidding but what i uh what i finally landed on and i'm fucking very happy i did and what's funny is i didn't even bother taste testing this until we were playing the song um I waited. And I cracked this and as soon as I hit play uh I took a sip and I was like, oh, fuck me. Uh, I nailed it. <laughs> so, Don't you
0: love it? Don't you love it when that happens? Uh,
1: yes, I do. Uh, what I've got here tonight is Toppling Goliath Brewing Company's Cherry Fandango, uh, which is a cherry kettle sour beer. Um, now, I was a little bit concerned going into this. I didn't want your typical sour. Uh it's not what I was looking for. It's not
0: cherry sour.
1: Well, so it's a how, it's a how interesting. Yes, and the important thing is that it's a kettle sour, uh which has to do um with the way that it's brewed. Um the the flavor that it gives it versus your typical sour. Um it's it's a little bit sweeter. Um, that's why a lot of like you'll see around October, there's a lot of weird, they call them like candy kettle sours because um, they can, do, they can kind of get weird shit, like almost like Skittles flavored. Um, see,
0: I'm, I'm actually not really opposed to that because I mean, I like my beer background is in a lot of like, cr- I like a lot of like cream ales, right? Like Scotch ales, which tend to have like a little bit of sweetness to them. Yes, kind of sweet, sweet, rich, and nutty in flavor. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably why I'm not really opposed to like slightly sweet beers. I like it. Well, I also I also like things like mead. I'm yeah. I, re- I really love Whoa. good mead.
1: So so you know. yeah, especially if you've ever had. Um, there's a company called Bee Nectar um, that does a bunch of funky meads. Um, oh boy. And they did some sort of like zombies take Manhattan one, which is a, uh, like a cherry, uh, mead, which is fucking delicious.
0: Dude. Cherry mead sounds fucking baller.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really fucking good. And this is, it's funny that you mentioned meads because I didn't even make the, I didn't make the connection until you mentioned that, but this is very similar. Um, it tastes honestly straight like a goddamn, uh, cherry pie. Um, it's nuts and that's where it's God, it works just, out
0: now i just have cherry pie by warrant uh, cherry. In my head.
1: You <laughs> this fuck. would have been perfect to pair with that um
0: my cherry pie. <laughs> God.
1: It's such a shame that that's all they're known for yeah, um, i know
0: warrant warrant did so- warrant put out some good shit and that yeah, song is not good
1: <laughs> yeah um but no, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I, this is, uh, this has struck exactly the perfect balance. Uh, it's, it's definitely on the sweeter side. Uh, there's no question, but it's, I mean, they have a fucking picture of a cherry pie slapped on the front. So if you bought this expecting it to be <laughs> anything other than sweet, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Um, but it really does. It's, it's, like eating cherries where you're going to get, you know, um, unlike like not fucking maraschino cherries that have been soaked in fucking sugar forever. But like no. eating actual fresh cherries, you're going to get a certain level of yeah, tartness.
0: Like, yeah, you you get that. You get like the natural, the natural sweetness, the natural tartness of the fruit. Yes.
1: Which like, and that's, I'm,
0: I'm going to be honest. I don't love maraschino cherries. Like they're, no. they're, they're a little weird to me like they there's sunday like, toppings dude. Yeah, look, if it if it comes on top of a if it comes on top of my fucking my fucking milkshake, fine, whatever. Right. But it's like, bro, don't don't put a bunch of don't put a bunch of that shit into my food. I will send it back. No,
1: that's fucking weird and gross. Um, yeah, it's
0: it's weird and it feels irresponsible.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, no, this is exactly what I would expect out of a, a good cherry pie made from nice fresh fucking cherries where it's obviously going to be sweet um but you're gonna have that tartness to it and um that's why i'm really happy this landed so fucking well because it's it's about balance uh even if you're doing something that's a little odd like a fucking cherry kettle sour or funk and metal um there's there's always a way to kind of strike that balance and it might be hard to find i mean you know um not that they ever really dipped into the realm of metal, but look at the fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers who were trying to make fucking punk rock for decades. Um, they,
0: you know what? I and- will say they did. They did actually kind of take a shot at it. Um, what was that fucking album called? It was one of their old ones, um, Mother's Milk. Yeah, They're, they yeah they 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 had a couple of tracks where. You know, well, yeah, they had some songs on that album where they they took a shot at it.
1: Oh, but, don't get me wrong; yeah. like, it's uh, I I don't think most of their material holds up, and um, nah, I will openly really. mock them because, like, Ketis is a douchebag. Um, but that He's, being he so, also that, has
0: the, he also has one of the most annoying voices
1: in the world. <laughs> that being said, I actually like I still. Like and respect a lot of their early work for what it is. I think it was pretty innovative at the time, uh, well, even if it didn't necessarily land. But yeah, well, um, we
0: also we also can't. I feel like it. I feel like it would be sort of disingenuous to to claim that uh, Flee and uh, Chad and especially John Frusciante were not and are not extraordinarily talented guys. They are.
1: Oh no, absolutely. Um, no. And, and you know, look, their, their hits are still hits for a reason. Uh, they had some oh, yeah, good totally. tracks, but you know, what? Again, and I will
0: say their cover of Stevie wonder's higher ground ball. Mm, that yeah. is a fucking great cover.
1: Uh, but yeah, again, a little off track, but my, my, my point with them was, I don't feel like they ever totally knit. Like when you look at those covers that they did of like, you know, higher ground or rollercoaster of love, like, uh, they worked because they leaned heavier into the funk and kind of lighter on the rock elements there. Um, I don't, I don't think they ever necessarily found the type of balance that infectious grooves managed uh, to do immediately on their first album. Uh, oh yeah.
0: It's like they're, It it is interesting about the plague that makes your booty groove. It's like, now that you pointed out, it is kind of interesting that, When you listen to it, this sound, this album sounds like a band that has been playing, that has been playing these songs for the better part of a decade. Yeah. Like they're all so locked in that it's like, well, like this is this band's debut. Really? Yeah. Did they, did they just take like 10 years before they got a record deal? No, these are all just like super talented guys who all knew each other and were like, you know, Hey we like playing heavy metal, but we also like a lot of funk music. Why don't we just keep a foot in both worlds and see what happens?
1: Yeah. Um, and it worked. Uh, but anyway, uh, we've, uh, we've been rambling a little bit. Um, do yourself a favor and fucking go, go fucking grab. I'm sure your fucking goodwill probably has a cassette of it because apparently we all found it that way. Um, (laughs) no uh get thrown a copy of the plague that makes your booty move it's the infectious grooves uh
0: and and if for some reason you don't find at least one cassette or cd of it somewhere in your in your local goodwill or hope chest go on ebay i doubt you'll pay more than five bucks for a copy
1: yeah we we apparently everyone has owned a physical in some shape or form um
0: yeah i do that
1: (laughs) Throw that on. Uh, grab yourself a four pack of Toppling Goliath Brewing Company's Cherry Fandango. Uh, and get funky with it.
0: Yeah, get funky with it. Get a little weird.
1: Definitely get a little
0: weird. Always get a little weird. <laughs> if you're listening to Infectious Grooves, you're probably already getting fucking weird. That's true. All right, I got, I got one little thing, uh, one little thing to talk about. Before we call it a day uh, So a couple weeks ago I brought in The first single from Probably my one of my most Anticipated albums of the year Sumerian Promises by Sijin S-I-J-J-I-N In case you forgot They were kind enough to release a second Single The, the closing track Off of their debut album Called Condemned by Primal Contact And I brought this in because I realized this album drops in four days. Like we got less than a fucking week before this comes out. I'm stoked. This track, fucking both of the tracks they've released for this album, fucking rip. This is like easily, easily a contender for like best death metal of the year, straight up. Like I would not be surprised if this ended up being my favorite death metal release of 2021. So let's go ahead and take a listen to the track Condemned by Primal Contact. Tom? buddy oh and here's the even better news these are all, like the tracks that have been released so far two out of 11 11 tracks in total and by the way i love in the description here how that um one of the things they talk about is like so uh apparently when Sigen recorded this album they recorded everything live uh, in, uh. in case like in, so in case anyone doesn't know what that means that means they didn't track their parts separately
1: yeah. and then mix
0: them together. They just all got into the same room and just bashed out this whole fucking album together. Oh, it's like, shit. again, slight, slight sidetrack. If you want to hear an incredible example of that being done, um, go listen to morbid saints, uh, spectrum of death album. That album will bash your fucking brains in. And that was all recorded live and it's fucking rules. But yeah. So Sijin, like apparently Sigeon all just got together, bashed this whole album out. just like no cuts, no edits. And as they say, no bullshit, which I love. (laughs) It's just like, it's just like this. um, I mean, what's incredible is like, I thought the angel of the Eastern gate demo was like, I thought that was like the craziest that a mission statement could get. No. Oh no. With this, with this full length, man, with these two tracks alone, it's like, they're like, Oh no. We're just going to do it better now. Like, we're just going to be It's like, oh, my God, man. It's like and I know there, there's going to be some fucking nerd out there is just like this just sounds like they're playing early morbid angel. I'm like, yeah. Hey, fuck face. Guess what? It's OK to wear your influences on your sleeve as long as you understand them. Yeah. It's like why War Master were so fucking good. Yeah, they played bolt thrower worship, but they understood how to play it. <laughs> fuck. Oh my God, dude. Like I can't even, oh, I can't even begin to explain how fucking excited I am for this. I've been waiting like, oh, I've been waiting like over two years since 2019 for Sijin to put out a full length. And as soon as I shit you not, I pre-ordered this album before they dropped the first single. Like there was no material available yet. I was just like instant pre-order. I like how I slap my table and my screen immediately scrolled down. <laughs> Dude, it's just like, I don't know, man. I got, I got big, powerful hands, man. Just sometimes <laughs> I don't know my own strength. Yeah, man. Uh, that was uh, again, the second, the closing track off of Sijin's first uh, album, Sumerian Promises. That's, that's not- coming out. Yeah. That's coming out on November 12th. Dude, you should have heard it, man. I was bumping. I was bumping this band this morning. Like, I would not be surprised if people around the block could fucking hear this, but I don't care because my neighbors like me. So, yeah, man, that's all I got. Go over to sidgen.bandcamp.com. If you're not a fucking coward, pre-order this shit or buy it the day of. I don't care. Hopefully I can. Hopefully they make shirts because I'm fucking buying one. Oh, speaking of shirts, uh, I wanted to give a brief shout out to my good friend and friend of the show, Jake, uh, who we've talked about many times, who's even been on the show, uh, he was kind enough to. Uh, so he he went to see Antichrist Siege Machine, I believe, in Minneapolis about a week and a half ago, yeah. and he was kind enough to not only snag me a shirt, but grab me a CD copy of their new album, Purifying Blade, and they just right. got in the ma- They just got here in the mail today and so yeah i all i gotta say is uh are your friends really your friends if they're not sending you fucking sick merch once in a while (laughs) but yeah that also just reminds me that uh yeah the new anti the new antichrist siege machine is also one of the best releases i've heard this year so uh if you haven't heard purifying blade go listen to that it'll fucking hopefully you're in somebody else's living room because if you're in your own like when you just immediately get the urge To destroy the space you're in Just try not to make it your own Smart Yeah just go over to like your weird Racist aunt go, over, <laughs> go, go just just like call your Call your weird racist aunt That nobody likes to talk to and just be like hey Can I come over for a while she's like oh sure I haven't heard from, in you, from you in years Do you want to have some white wine with me you're like no That's not what this is about <laughs> Like you've destroyed my living room So what? You're a bitch Karen Nobody likes you I don't know (laughs) I I thought I could do more with that bit And I fucking couldn't what do you want from me
1: (laughs) I think you did enough Honestly that's Um, That's it
0: point is thank you Jake You rule buddy New Antichrist Siege Machine fucking rules I'm gonna go listen to all the fucking Sijin songs I can again After this is done and then listen to the new Infectious Grooves
1: Word, word. All right. Well, that'll about do it for us here on From the Pit. I remind yeah. everyone you can get over to fthepit.com for all of your From the Pit needs. Links to all of the social media, uh, all the episodes, anything you could ever possibly want, we have on one neat little landing page. Very easy. Um,
0: yeah, just pick- like that. That's it, man. Like if you just if you want metal and hardcore recommendations that don't fucking suck, then you come to us. That's the way it works.
1: Patreon.com slash from the pit. If you really appreciate what we do and you want some fucking bonus episodes, those are mm-hmm. also out there mm-hmm. um, and we are overdue on recording, but we will get to that soon. Uh, as you can tell by our recent episodes, it has been very difficult for us to get uh, everyone together at the same time. Um, it's, how, uh, it's how life happens in your mid thirties, but uh, we'll, yeah. we'll work on that for you. Um, what else we got? If you're listening on iTunes, rate and review, leave us five stars. You know, you fucking want to, um, if you're listening anywhere, please, uh, subscribe and download the episodes. Uh, the numbers help us. They help you somehow. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, I think that's about all I've got. Yeah. Sam. Good night, ladies.